0: Welcome to The Checkout. We catch up with previous add-to-cart guests and ask them five quick questions to get to know them better and leave you with a little extra inspiration to get you through your Friday. Today's Checkout features Lucy Walk, founder of Normal. On the surface, Normal is a sex toy brand who is reinventing what sex toys look like and who they are made for. However, as you will hear today, their mission drives them well beyond product and into education, research, and dare I say it, advocacy and representation. They aim to give everyone the information, confidence, and the tools to explore sexuality on their own terms. Normal was founded by Lucy out of a Startmate Fellowship and was soon backed financially by the team at Eucalyptus, the team behind Pilot, Kin, Juniper, and more. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us on The Checkout. We had a brilliant conversation around sexual health and everything that you're doing at normal. Here to learn a little bit more about you. I've got five quick questions. Number one, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever bought online?
1: Oh, God. One ramekin.
0: One ramekin. What's (laughs) a ramekin again?
1: It's like the thing that you bake eggs in. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, yeah, a friend of mine was like apparently we're only allowed to buy X many of these at a time. I need you to buy me one Ramicus. What? Actually, I've, I've had Uber Eats delivered from 10 meters from my house, which is pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as online. But... Yeah, it
0: does. It does. That's good. Good.
1: <laughs> I like it. All
0: right. Number two, who is your favorite retailer?
1: Ooh. Oh, that's so hard. I actually really, really deeply admire Aesop. And I think that for normal at the point where we move into our own physical retail, which I think will happen at some point, that kind of really smart experiential retail. Like they were so ahead of that trend. They've done such a great job of like building a brand that people truly love while like building out the product ranges. Yeah. So actually like I fucking love Aesop. I can barely afford it, but I love it. (laughs) And I probably, you know what I mean? Like it's, I think that there are so many smart things about that brand, and it's also great. <laughs> fundamentally, it's a great product.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think they crushed a lot of those rules of traditional retail pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, definitely. Just kind of going left when everyone else is going right, and and doing that in a way where you're like, it's correct for your brand, it's resonant for your brand, it really makes sense.
0: Number three, which e-commerce practice do you wish was history?
1: I think treating your email subscribers really transactionally. I love brands like, um, for example, like Good Pair Days. They've done an incredible job of creating like long-term education and edutainment style email experiences that I'm actually really excited to open. And I think particularly there's always such a push in like email marketing best practice to do everything up to the point that just before someone unsubscribes from you, but like continue like just selling and selling and selling. And I think like that, it is at it, just like obviously it is counterproductive to building long-term brands, and so you see it juices early growth of brands at the expense of an, a capital B brand that is generational. So yeah, I hate that.
0: <laughs> it's a really good point because it is so obvious. The retailers who think of email this as what can I get from my customers versus those who go what can I give to my customers.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Number four, can you recommend a book or a podcast that our listeners should immediately get into?
1: I really like The Rest is History. I've been enjoying that a lot to history academics. If you're like a proper historian, you'll probably find it a bit too light touch. But if you're someone who's like, has an interest in history. They're really funny and entertaining. They do really interesting deep dives on like lots of moments in history. And yeah, I think it's just like a great podcast. My sister's um, a doctor and she recently took a new job where she has to like commute two hours a day. And she's just like, I'm so glad I found this podcast. <laughs> it saved me from what I thought was going to be a really hard part of this year and has made it really easy. So like, I love that.
0: Amazing. So good. Thank you. The last one I have for you, finish this sentence. The future of retail is?
1: I think the future of retail will be a really interesting interplay between building brands that are very flexible and building brands around people or individuals. And I think the next 10 years will kind of solidify a conventional wisdom around how far each of those things can run or where those things can run and make sense. But I think the world of like consumer retail, we've obviously seen the beginnings of this. We've seen a lot of it in direct to consumer. But yeah, I I really am like, excited and interested to see where that lands
0: amazing you made me excited that's great
1: yeah (laughs) awesome (laughs) love to see it
0: yeah thank you so much for joining us on the checkout
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: to hear more from lucy jump back into episode 294 where lucy shares how she took the leap from her safe consultancy job at mckinsey over to starting normal She also shares how attaching education into the product journey has helped her grow normal beyond a retail business alone. And we hear how she has a vision for working with universities and schools to reshape what sex education looks like for the next generation. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep adding to cart.